Well, Optus has revealed a brand new plan to stop their customers from getting scammed over the phone. Now Australians on their service who unsuspectingly phone a scam line will have their call <coughs> blocked. It comes as Australians lost more than $3 billion to financial scams last year. Yeah, let's discuss this with journalist Suze Mostyn in Canberra and Joe Hildebrand. Hi, guys. Hi. Suze, first up, Hi. the biggest scam at the moment is a message claiming that there are problems with your bank account uh, and they, these things can be so believable. They seem so authentic. Yeah, Laz, and that's the thing. That's why so many people are being exploited. And I worry increasingly about the vulnerable and, of course, the elderly. Suspicion, unfortunately, has to be our default position, doesn't it? I mean, I never answer any of those texts, the emails, all the phone calls. And this is why I think more and more we need to encourage banks to keep those existing bricks and mortar stores. I love them. I use them regularly. I know it's considered vintage, retro, old school, but there is a real place for them because the shingle is believable. We go in and it's just, oh, what a breath of relief because we know we're going to get face to face. We can check anything, do a transaction and it's legitimate. I think good on you Optus, yes, but it's not going to get rid of all the scams. And while ever there are millions and billions of dollars being scooped away from people, mm. we need to shut them down. Go to your bricks and mortar store. Yeah, I'm mm. with you there. Joe, Optus says they are currently blocking almost 5 million scam calls a month. I'm yeah, actually surprised it's that. That's huge. It's one of those things where you think, hang on a minute, why wasn't this already being done? Like how mm. long have yes. how long have they known that these calls were dodgy and not been blocking them and not been calling them? So it's one of those things like, oh, you're only just doing this now. And also, why is it just Optus that's doing it? Why aren't all the other telcos mm. involved? So it's fantastic. It's the old complaint that we all have as consumers, too little, too late. But it's great, it's fantastic. But I I think, um, as, as Sue said, there's also going to have to get to the point where banks themselves take responsibility. Already mm. credit card companies um, refund money for unauthorised transactions mm. because, frankly, people just wouldn't buy mm. credit cards if it wasn't if, if it, they didn't have that security. Yeah, I think banks will get there eventually. But it's just it's scams are everywhere. Oh, sorry, hang on. Oh, sorry, I just got a message from the tax office. I've got yeah. to just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, moving on, and experts have warned Australia is in the middle of an epidemic of loneliness and isolation, with more of us choosing to avoid social interactions. So, um, COVID, technology, our busy schedules, yep. what's to blame? I think we've been sold a pup in the 21st century. I think the 21st century is an era in which what you say and what you do uh, are two completely different things, and what you how you present the facade is actually more important than how you mm. really are. And I think social media is the perfect example of that, where you have all this rhetoric about how it's, we're more connected than ever. Well, in fact, we're not. We're more disconnected from the people who are actually in our lives and more connected with complete strangers, possibly just bots. Uh, talks about how it's going to you know, bring us all together. In fact, we've never lived in more divisive um, political times since probably before the first the second world war like we are seeing such a polarization of politics to the extreme left and the extreme right that we haven't really seen before the rise of fascism mm. and communism um, mm. and before that we had you know very stable in the west very stable sort of center left governments and again what is behind that in this era where we're supposed to be more progressive than ever more connected than ever it's i think it's social media and i think it's toxic and i think the last thing we need is another twitter yeah but look, but look at the combank you've got all those workers 
workers not wanting to return to the office. Mm. Yeah, because I, I, again, and it's one of those things with COVID as well, like once you sort of break that seal, it's very difficult yeah, right? to get people back. Like, of course, if you think in your head, well, no, I don't want to go back to the office. But if you actually, if that's just the norm, it's actually good for you to go yeah. there and get that return. And I'm as bad as anyone else. I'm all, but I'm fanging all over the place anyway. Oh. But, but I think once you sort of start to say, would you just like to lie in bed all day? People are going to say yes, but that doesn't mean it's good for you. All right. Now, Suze, studies have shown loneliness is associated with 26% increase in the risk of death. There's a very, very serious side to all of this. Yeah, there is, Laz, and it's really, really sad. It's up there with obesity and the effects of smoking, and we really have to take it seriously. And I'm with Joe. Connectivity is not the same as connection. And where you've got a whole generation of people not wanting to talk on the phone, I'm a great believer in encouraging that generation to hear people's voices because a text or an email is not the same, not even a message or even on, on Zoom, because you're able to have that benefit of touch connection through reading micro expressions of a friend actually saying what's up I can hear it in your voice there's an immediacy and a warmth about a phone call and the give and take that you get in real time that you don't get with a text there is no emotion an emoji is not an emotion and I think we've mistaken this quick little text that is really time saving for what we need to do which is sitting with these uncomfortable feelings with a friend with a colleague with a parent with a guardian and really drilling down and saying I feel uncomfortable with this that's okay. I've taught my yeah. kids to sit with uncomfortable feelings. But what is the flip side of that? How are you? What's going on with yeah. you? Um, you know, smiling, engaging, being out in the world. I take my puppy to the dog park for socialisation. I'm not saying we need, you know, dog runs for kids, but we need to actually get the devices away, as Joe said, kind of pull them away from social media. It's not yeah. going away anytime soon. But we really need to get back to, as I said, the banks face-to-face, -face, yeah. places yeah. we go for connection, yeah. it works. It's good for our heart, our soul, but most importantly, our mind. Geez, Suze, we've been step talking about stepping away from those devices mm. as long as we've been doing this show, mm. right? Finally, yeah. Rocky star Dolph Lundgren, who is 65, <laughs> has reportedly married his 25-year-old personal trainer. That's uh, going to be about mm. a 40-year age gap. <laughs> and uh, Suze, we saw in the paper on the weekend where there was a picture of him, uh, her and his daughter, and his daughter and his wife are the same age. Gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing about Dolph, very sadly, he's been battling kidney cancer for the last five or six years. Mortality is knocking on his door. He wants to go out with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> uh, look, I'm 47 happy. and I struggle to bang at my age. Yeah. Joe, what if the tables were turned and it was an older woman and a younger man? Yeah, but we saw all the fuss about Emmanuel Macron, of course, when he um, uh, pre presented or debuted his wife become, on becoming French president, everyone went, hang on a minute, that's, you know, that's his... Uh, not, it was his teacher. His, and it was mm. his teacher, mm. which, you know, can I just speak for every kid mm. ever? <laughs> um, but, um, but I don't know, I think, isn't the, the usual rule of thumb, isn't it, that you take the younger partner, you double their age and halve it, and any, guy, any gap older than that is inappropriate, I think. Is that's that who? The, the, you? I don't know, Twitter. Yeah, that's right. I don't want to be that judgy, but I think once your wife is actually younger than your children, mm. that... Awkward dinner conversation. That, it's a, well, if, if they've got more in common with your kid, then surely, you know... And also, he's just been diagnosed with cancer and then he's celebrating with a cigar? Yeah, oh dear, yeah. What? Well, 
That's not, that's not good. It's but, golf. you know, he, he does look happy. You know what? It's thank the you, Swedes. Joe. It's thank the Swedes. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Suze. He is her starter husband. You've heard about the starter wife. They're just She's just flipping the script. Bye. 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 <laughs>